step and to claim into your promises for our lives. Father, we welcome your presence in this place. Holy Spirit, we welcome your presence in this place, oh God. And as we continue worshiping you today, oh God, Lord, continue a deeper work in our lives. Continue a deeper work in our hearts, oh God. That Lord, ultimately, as Mark has led us to worship, that we will be created and we are being created, oh God, to give worship, to give worship unto you. Thank you for the blessing, oh God. But the blessing is not our ultimate goal in our Christian life, oh God. Our ultimate goal, oh God, is that we see you face to face and the character of Jesus Christ be manifested, be shown in our lives. wonderful time of worship in Jesus name amen before tamo lingkod before tamo sit down please shake the hands of 20 neighbors in this church <laughs> just kidding to five people and say happy new year Hallelujah. Okay, humanamog. So, we are done with the Happy New Year. Actually, we are not yet finished. Say, I wish you a holy new year. One more time, stand up. Say, I wish you a holy, not happy. Not all the time, we will be happy. Another five hands. Say, I wish you a holy new, new year in Jesus' name. Come on. A holy new year in Jesus' name. I wish you a holy new year in Jesus' name. Soti, Shoti, Debbie, Bila, I wish you a holy new year in Jesus' name. Okay, let's all sit down. Let's take our seats and continue to be in the attitude of prayer. <laughs> holy new year, Sige. Uh, Please sit down. There's a little girl still standing. <laughs> okay. So we, I will be giving you very simple announcement. Um, that's my daughter. <laughs> she needs some discipline later. <laughs> okay. But before we give the announcement, I want to welcome Kainatai new one. And I think Wak will be very happy to welcome new people in the church. Do you know what's their name? You don't know. I forgot about the other one. Okay, we have Debbie. Please stand up. We want to welcome you in WAC. Welcome, Debbie. Okay. Shuti, I forgot your handsome friend's name because it's kind of Indian, Indianish. So what's the name again? Ma Ma Michael. Mikey Paul. Let's welcome Mikey Paul. <laughs> welcome. <laughs> Praise the Lord. And of course, welcome to the WAC members. Okay, I have only three simple announcements. First announcement, Moriel, ready now? Okay, the first announcement is that next Sunday, we will be back to our original time slot of our face-to-face -face Sunday service, which is 
Ah, very good. You're alert, awake, enthusiastic. So 2 p.m. And then running simultaneously is the online service. Are we online today? Ah, sige. Hello, mga WAC members. Nga nangatulog pa. Bantay lang. Okay. Now, we forgive you because in the new year, it's good to start with forgiveness. Amen? We forgive you. Kanang natulog pa diya sa ilang balay ng mga WAC members. Okay. The second announcement is... Uh, we will want to continue to be in the attitude of prayer. Do you know that last Thursday was our last powerhouse? And it was so filled with power because there were only four of us. Hallelujah! <laughs> it's okay. Uh, December 30. So our church, there is going to be a big change in terms of prayer efforts. Because this year, starting this year, we will have online service. Then after is the face-to-face powerhouse service, which will come alternately. Last year, we only have one powerhouse or face-to-face prayer meeting. But this year, we're going to have it two times a month. If you are happy, shout the loudest, Amen! Bantay ng Jude. Balik ko records sa nag-Amen, kung di mo attend, okay? Kung di mo attend, ako ipakita ni Amen ka te. Amen ka, sir, ma'am, sir, brother, sister. Okay, so, uh, are you still following me, my, my friends? Okay, okay, so, so we have um, the power, uh, no, not the powerhouse, but online prayer meeting this coming Thursday. Now, if you have a problem, you say, Pastor Lloyd, uh, we have online, but I don't have good internet connection. So if you do not have a good internet connection and you still want to participate in prayer, please come to the House of France. Do you know where's the House of France? <laughs> no, here in church. So come to church and we will accommodate you. Going to, there's a good internet connection in the House of France. Okay? So praise God. Okay, and the last um, announcement. Okay. Okay. The first thing that we will do when we have a blessing is to go to SM, check or X. The first thing we will do if we have money, go to SM, Ayala, Pasil, Carpon, Uzaban. The first thing we do is to pay the 10% of the, all the blessings that God has given us, which is our tithes. And of course, if you want to give more, you can give your generous offering. So in this church, we have an offering box. Do you know where it's an offering box? Yes, the left side, there is an offering box where you can put in through an envelope. There is a tithes offering envelope and then for those who wants to pay it online it's flash there on the screen the the lady the like, uniform i think it's gonna change that <laughs> okay so that is the account number of the church so the account number of the church is not handled by one person sa simbahan account number amen praise god so i think i am i have completed the announcement and a lot of you are excited to listen to the word of God. Praise God. So while all of you were looking at the fireworks, Pastor Lloyd was looking at his laptop to prepare for the sermon today. So let's give him a hand of encouragement. Thank you to my beautiful wife. Pinakagwapa. 
So, Happy New Year! Happy New Year! No, talaga, Happy New Year! <laughs> so, how many times did we say Happy New Year today? So, are you excited for year 2020? Oh, 2023. <laughs> Bollocks of death. Ano, sa pandemic, praise God. God is good. Amen? So, do you know that God deserves His best from us? Yes? So, it's another year that God has given to us. Amen? Then, what are your expectations this year? Oh, wala sa expectation, Pastor. Kay I'm, kuan, lipong pa ko sa mga fireworks. <laughs> what are your expectations this, this year? No, do you have New Year's resolutions? Wala bakit pastor, kay bago pagyan. Obgo kaandam. No, I have not prepared myself. If you have New Year resolutions, no, what is it? I, I believe dagan kayo nga maybe uban a New Year resolution. Uh, they will not be late in Sunday service, de ba? Yeah. <laughs> Uy, ay, I confess <laughs> So, maybe a New Year resolution is to be more, kuan, to study more. Ah, give more time to study, even to study God's Word. Maybe, uban to be more, kanang, kuan, to be more helpful in the church. Maybe, uban sa inyo, maybe some of you, Nga, you want to be more diligent, kakugi, no, sa kinabuhi. But, does it include to love God? Nabamuy New Year resolution nga, I want to love God more. So, panagsarak ayo. So, do you desire, the question karon? do you desire to love God more this year? Yes? to give our very best to the Lord this year. You know, if, you open, if we open our Bible to Matthew chapter 22, verse 36 to 37. Sige, Bible. Katong Bible, gusto ba sa akong Bible? Okay. Nala mo? Matthew 22, verse says 36 37 teacher which is the great commandment of the law and jesus and he said this jesus said you shall love the lord your god with all of your heart with all your soul and with all of your mind let us pray lord thank you for this time of father god lord that we can have this service in the first day of the year of god lord i pray that you will Reveal to us, God. Let us see to the lenses of your word, of Father God, Lord, of, of the reality of our life, of Father God, Lord. Help us, of Father God, Lord, to grasp your word today. As you going to plant this word in our hearts, let this word, Lord, Father, grow and overflow in our lives, of Father God, Lord, for this year, oh God. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Let me start with 
Jesus. Who is Jesus to you? According to the Bible, He is the Messiah. Unsa na Messiah, Pastor? He is the Anointed One. In the Old Testament, there are three uh, kinds of people that are anointed by God. Number one is the prophet. No? What is the rule prophet? The prophet is to bring us the Word of God. Number two is the priest. The rule of the priest at the time is to present the people, to present us to God. And then the king will govern God's people. And that is the anointed one. It's Jesus. He is the priest. He is the prophet. He is our king. The prophet has already spoken in his word, the Bible. Jesus is our high priest, our prophet, our king. He is the Messiah. You know, John the Baptist, if you can still remember, introduced Jesus as the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Jesus is the Lamb of God. So, asamani nakuha, where did they get this? No, it's the Lamb of God. If you can still Abraham, do you still remember Abraham in the Bible? In the Old Testament, was about to sacrifice his son. Kinsa yang son? Si Isaac. Because God asked Abraham to sacrifice his one and only son on Mount Moriah. Abraham was about to sacrifice Isaac, but God stopped him and provide a ram for a sacrifice. In Genesis chapter 22, verse 1 to 12, it says, The angel of the Lord called him, was about to kill Isaac as a burnt offering. But the Lord called him from heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. And he said, Here I am. He said, do not lay on hand on the boy or do anything for him. For I know that you fear God, seeing that you have not withheld your son, your only son for me. God provided a ram. Remember this, in Mount Moriah, a ram for the sacrifice. Do you know that Jesus was sacrificed on the same mountain? He was crucified, I mean, on the same mountain, Mount Moriah. You know, God has promised Abraham a descendant as numerous as stars and the sand on the seashore, but it did not come to pass until 400 years later in Egypt. If we can still remember that people, the Israelites in Egypt, are in a very bad shape. Why? Because they are in bondage. God heard the cries of the Israelites, His people. And He sent who? Did He send Abraham or Moses? Moses, <laughs> praise God, sent Moses to tell Pharaoh to set the Israelites free. Can you remember the ten plagues? Plagues. 
No, the first plague is turn the water into blood. Turning the water into blood. The second plague is the frogs. The third is lice, flies. The fifth is livestock and pestilence. The sixth is boils, hail, locusts. Darkness and the killing of the firstborn. We will focus on the tenth plague. This also, the tenth plague, the killing of the firstborn. This is also where the Lord's Passover and the Passover lamb was introduced. In Exodus chapter 12, verse 12 to 13. So this is very deep theology. <laughs> no? In Exodus chapter 12, verse 12 to 13, God said, For I will pass through the land of Egypt. Through the land of Egypt. And I will strike the firstborn of the land of Egypt. Both man and beast and all the gods of Egypt, I will execute judgment. I am the Lord. The blood shall be a sign for you on the house where you are. When I see the blood, I will pass over you. And no plague will be befall you to destroy you when I strike the land of Egypt. Nganong lamb, di man sheep. What's the difference between the lamb and sheep? No, these terms are commonly used in the Bible, meaning lamb and sheep. The lamb and sheep, they are the same. But the lamb is a young of the sheep. So the lamb, usually less than 12 months. Tender panisya. In the Bible, I believe lambs are usually Sacrifice as they are young, clean, unblemished, and spotless. Because as the lamb grows, nanasya mga imperfectness sayaha. So the lamb. So Exodus chapter 12, verse 21, it says, Moses called the elders of the Israel and said to them, Go. Select lambs for yourself according to your clans and kill the Passover lamb. Why do they need a Passover lamb? They are the children of God. They are God's people. The tenth plague, this is the answer. The killing of the firstborn is a judgment to the whole land of Egypt. And the Israelites is in that land. And do we know that the Israelites, they are not perfect people. They are also sinful people like us. The proof of this is in Ezekiel chapter 20, verse 7 to 8. If you have your Bible, you can open or you can take note of that. And I said to them, cast away the detestable things your eyes feast on. Every one of you, do not defile yourself with idols of Egypt. I am the Lord your God. But they rebel against me and were not willing to listen to me. 
None of them cast away the detestable things in their eyes, feasted on, nor did they, did they forsake idols of Egypt. Then I said, I will pour out my what? Wrath. Upon them and spend my anger against them in the midst of the land of Egypt. The Israelites are in danger of the same judgment, for they are in the same land and they are sinful in the eyes of God. But with the blood on the doorpost, the blood of the Lamb, the doorpost. That they will brush on the doorpost, God will pass over the judgment. In Exodus chapter 12, verse 13, it says, The blood shall be a sign for you on the houses where you are. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you, and no plague befall you to destroy you. Then I will strike the land of Egypt. There's this penalty. Substitution atonement. Later I'll explain that. The Passover feast was instituted by God when they are freed from Egypt. They need to celebrate the Passover feast, which was instituted by God. After the tenth plague, this is this happens after the tenth plague, where Pharaoh let them go. So the Israelites, the Israelites went out as a nation on a journey to where? To nowhere. To the promised land. God was with them. What is the kanang sign that God is with them? God is with them in the cloud by day, in the pillar of fire by night. Well, God with these people, there is this problem. What is this problem, do you think? Well, God with His people, the Israelites. The problem is that God is holy and the Israelites are sinful. So what is the solution? God made a solution. It's the Ark of the Covenant. If you, have, if you remember, there's a tent of meeting. And God institute the Day of Atonement. What is atonement? Have you heard this word? Atonement. Atonement. In Hebrew, it's kapar. I don't know if I pronounce it rightly. The Hebrew word is kapar means to cover over. To cover over. But it's often translated to atonement. If an offense has been made, one that has been offended can act as though the offenses is covered over and unseen. We express this idea you know, through the word forgiveness. They are forgiven. Atonement is an outward action that covers the error. So, if you can still remember this, this once a year atonement, where 
once a year, the priest can go inside no, the Holy of Holies to offer the blood sacrifice. Animal sacrifice. This atonement is to deal with the sin of the nation, the Israelites. It is an act instituted by God for the cleansing of the sin so that God can dwell with His people. Instead of Israelites being penalized for their sin, for we know the, the wages of sin is death. If the priest is not atone then he will go inside atone himself and go inside the holy of holies he can die there because the wages of sin is death for this at this time during the time it is a physical death instead the israelites to be penalized for the sin it is now passed to the animals the animals are killed and they get the blood and they sprinkled it. No? We sprinkled the mercy seats, and before the mercy seats, the priest will be the one to do this. There were two animals. The first, uh, the goat, and the second goat is served as scapegoat. And some scapegoat. Where the priest lay his two hands on this, this goat, the other goat is killed. They will took the blood, and there's another God is alive. The priest lay his two hands on the head of the goat and confess over all the iniquities of the children of Israel and all their transgression concerning their sin, putting them on the head of the goat, and shall send it away into wilderness. Symbolize that their sins will not be remembered as the goat was released to the wilderness. In Leviticus chapter 16, verse 30, for on that day, the priest shall make atonement for you to cleanse you that you may be clean from all sins before the Lord. We need to remember that this command of the Lord, and we need to take note, was given by God to a particular people at a particular time. In this case, the Israelites. You know the New Testament established a relationship between this prototypical Passover lamb and the and consummate Passover lamb, Jesus Christ. For Christ, our Passover lamb, he is a Passover lamb. The prophet John, as I said earlier, recognized Jesus as the lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. And apostle links this lamb without defect. No. Whom he calls the Lamb without blemish. Jesus is qualified to be called the one without blemish. 
Because his life was completely free from sin. In Revelation, John Apostle sees Jesus as the Lamb, looking as if it had been slain. Jesus was crucified for our sin. During the Passover, during while they, the Jews were, were celebrating the Passover, or they, as they observed the Passover, the Bible says that they have uh, symbolically applied the s- sacrificial blood of Jesus to their hearts and thus escape eternal death. Jesus is the Passover lamb, applied blood, caused the destroyer to pass over each household. Christ applied blood, causes God's judgment to pass over sinners and gives life to believers. The Old Testament Passover lamb, although it's a reality at the time, was a mere foreshadowing of the better and final Passover lamb. Who is our Passover lamb? Jesus Christ. Though he, his sinless life and sacrificial death, Jesus become only one capable of giving people a way to escape death and sure hope of eternal life. Why I am telling you this in this new year? As I said, today is the first day of the year. I believe God wants to remind us of His great love for us. He is the one finding ways for us to be close, to be reconciled, to have peace with the Father. Maybe some of us were knocked down on our knees last year. And God seems so far away. Maybe some of you heard the bad news about the economy, world economy, and worries and fear filled our hearts. Today, the first day of the year 2023, God is reminding us today, He is determined, as in the past, to make ways to get you close to Him. And to bless you because the reason why He did all these things, because He loves you. So how do we respond to this? There are many people who hear this good news, but they've just heard it and did not respond to it. God has provided the final Passover lamb, Jesus Christ. In John 3.16, this is a very common verse. For God so loved the world that He gave His one and only Son, that whoever believes in Him should not perish but have eternal life. This is love. Christ died for you and me while we are still yet sinners. 
If you can remember our verse for today in Matthew chapter 22, verse 36. You shall love the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all of your soul, and with all of your mind. We need to respond God's love with love. Jesus paid a high price to save us from our sin. We cannot repay Jesus. There's no way. He saved us from the wrath of God. Save us from eternal suffering in hell. Save us from being lost. Save us from meaningless life. Save us from every work of the enemies. Save us from every accident. Save us from being robbed by the devil. Save us from loneliness and depression. Save us from unwise decision. This is just to name a few. Do you know, do you realize that Jesus did not just save us from the fire of hell as many declared and to be with God in heaven. I don't disagree with that and that I fully agree. But that is very shallow. This is okay if you are a new Christian or a baby Christian. This immaturity. Jesus saved us to have peace with God. We are now children of God. Jesus saved us to have fellowship with Him. Jesus saved us so that we can live our life to the fullest as He promised. Jesus saved us to reflect Christ. You're very familiar. To reflect Christ. To restore lives to Him. And make disciples. Do you have this question in your mind? Why Jesus tells us that the greatest commandment is to love the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all of your soul, and with all your strength. Do you know why? Have you asked God about this verse? Why is it Lord? Because loving God is far better than obeying God's word. I didn't say that you must not obey God. No. No, the Pharisees, they are very religious to the spot. In obeying God's word. But Jesus rebukes them many times. And against them. Because although they are obedient people. Of the law. But the love of God is absent in their hearts. There is no love. But if we love God. And Truly love God. 
obedience in His Word comes naturally. Loving God is having faith in God and believing that He exists. How can you love someone you do not know? If you, you say, I love you, you saw this guy or you see this lady and you suddenly you say, I love this guy, I love this lady, I fall in love. Can you give a reason why you love this person? If you do not know the person, you cannot love the person. Yes? We love God because we know He existed. And we know from His Word, from the Word of God, from the Bible, that He first loved us. His love was not just in words, but it was demonstrated on the cross. We have all the reason why we love God. You know, it's easy to fall in love the person who truly loves God. Loving God helps us to love other people. You know, we only knew love when we knew God. It is so natural for us to love other people when we love, when the love of God overflows in our heart. It is just natural Especially when others hurts us. When the one person who's closest to you hurts us. It is easy. I, I don't say it's easy. But God will give us the power to forgive that person. Because of the love of God that overflows in our heart. Loving God prevents us from unnecessary illness. When you truly love God, you will desire to please God rather than man. This will give you the power to say no to every addictive substance that can destroy your body. You know this substance, that's including sugar. You know, they said it's the most addictive substance in the world. That can destroy your body. And if you are currently hooked up into this addictive substance, this love, your love for God, will set you free from that addictive substance. Loving God helps us to give our best to God. Loving God will help us to give our best to God. No. There are times it's very difficult to give to God. Especially in finance. We can give time. We can give our talents. We can give things that we have for God. But money... Money is the issue. <laughs> but when we love God, it is 
God will give us the power to give more for God because of this love. Since God gave us His best through His Son, His only Son, Jesus Christ, His love for us is beyond understanding. No one can understand how much God loves you. It goes beyond our parents' love. It goes beyond our friends or best friend's love, if you have one. No one can love us more than God. No one in this world. The love of God for us is immeasurable. It is beyond human understanding. You know, the person that does not know Jesus personally is ignorant of God's love. Because Jesus is the expression of God's great love for us. God deserves all praise and worship. All praise and worship. He deserves. And God deserves our best. You know, there's this incident in Haggai. If you can open your Bible, in Haggai chapter 1, verse 3 to 11. And then, then the word of the Lord came by the hand of Haggai, the prophet. It is time for you, yourself, to dwell in your panel houses. Well, my house lies in ruins. Now, therefore, thus say the Lord of hosts, consider your ways. Remember this word. Consider your ways. You have sown much, but harvested little. You eat, but you never have enough. You drink, but you never have feels. You clothe yourself, but no one is warm. And he who earns wages, so to put them into the bags with holes. Thus say the Lord, of course, in verse 7, Consider your ways. Consider your ways. Go up to the hill and bring wood and build the house that I may take pleasure in it. And I may be, I may be glorified, says the Lord. Wak, we are the church of Jesus Christ. It's God's church. Amen? Amen? This is the church. This is not the church of Pastor Lloyd. No, this is not the church of the leaders. This is the church of God. The church of Jesus Christ. This church is not literally ruined. But it is not advancing the kingdom of God. We are not growing in numbers. But this year, we are determined 
together with the leaders of this church to build this house of the Lord in growth, in numbers. You know, I sense in, a sense in my spirit that God is building this church to grow this year. But growth doesn't just happen. It is not automatic. It requires people who are dedicated, which are called to do. To help the church of God. People who are willing to sacrifice for the work of Christ. People who are willing to give an extra mile for Jesus. People who are willing to give their best to Him. Not just leftovers. Leftovers, something uh, free time. Oh, mga salin salin. No, not just leftovers. We need to give our best to God. Remember our vision? Reflecting Christ and raising disciples. Our goal this year is to reflect Christ 500 lives to sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ. Restoring 70 lives to Restoring them to the church in Sunday worship. Raising 50 disciples by seeing them committed in the life group ministry. That's our goal. Now the question is that, church, are you willing to work with us hand in hand to make this happen? Are you willing are you willing to help this church to grow? Are you willing? When God is glorified in our life, when God is glorified, I want to tell you, this is, what, this is my experience. This is my testimony. No. God knows how to bless each and every one of you. The things that we sacrifice to build this church will be taken noted by the Lord. Walay bisan usa nga makalimtan sa Ginoo. Nothing, every the thing, the little things we do for God will be remembered by God. You know, when we take care of God's church, I want to tell you this. God knows how to take care of us. If we take care of God's church, He knows how to take care of your family. If we take care of God's church, He knows how to take care of your life and your future. I want you to, at this time, I want you to bow your head and close your eyes. I will give you some time, maybe uh, about three minutes or five minutes. 
to respond to God, to reflect on what you have heard today. And after the five minutes or three minutes, grace will come to pray as a, as a response to the word. just reflect let us reflect on the word of God let him speak to you speak to you and me today. Praise God. I would like to represent all of you the word of God has already been preached today. And I believe nagtuo ko nga daghan sa tua last year that we are aware that we have not given our best to God. I believe that God is telling us not why did you not give your best to me? Why? Because God is not in the business of blaming you. God is in the business of giving you and I hope for tomorrow. And the only way for us to face tomorrow, to face this year, is to listen to the word of God. The very first message is God is telling us, is asking us, is not blaming you and I. You have been forgiven. We have been forgiven. If we have not given our best, and I believe we have not given our best, He is here to forgive us. And if you want to receive that forgiveness for not giving your best to God, please stand up to your chair as a symbol of humility, as a symbol of response unto God to accept the forgiveness of God in your lives. Praise God. Let us respond right now. If you believe that you have not given your best to God, and you need His forgiveness. And you are also going to stand up with the promise, not by your own strength, not by your own mind. But you will promise God that with His help, you will give your best to Him. 
I request that you would stand up in response to the word of God this morning. Praise God. Yes, do not hesitate. You can stand to your feet. I believe some of you are already standing. I can see some of you are responding to the word of God. You are not responding to me. I am also responding to God's word today. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for those of you who are standing. Who are standing. You are standing in the place of the house of God, where the presence of God is, and where He dwells with His people. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father God, I would, I would want to ask for your forgiveness, O oh God. I ask you to forgive me. I ask you, Father, to forgive my brother, my sister, for not giving our very best to you. And Father, we promise not by our own mind, not by our own strength, but with the enablement of the Holy Spirit, we promise, oh God, that this year we're going to give our very best. In fact, oh God, we are going to give our very lives to you, oh God. Let our lives, oh God, burn, oh God, burn, oh God, like a fire, Lord, of a worshipful Lord, a worshipful life, oh God, that will bring glory, glory and say your name. Father God, thank you for not judging us as we deserve. Thank you Father for not judging us as what we think we, we deserve, oh God. Thank you for giving us hope and a future in Jesus Christ. Thank you God that your grace is new every morning. Thank you, God, that your grace is new every year. Thank you, God, that we are here and we are enjoying this grace, this mercy, this forgiveness, this hope, oh God, that you will build our lives through this church, oh God. Thank you, Father God. Hallelujah. Let us sing this song. I can feel 